entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your place. Shows for the whole family. Waterbury Palace, your palace, your place. Waterbury Palace Theater, your palace, your place. Good morning, good morning, everybody, and welcome once again to Your Palace, Your Place. I'm Sherry Marcucci, and I am always so excited to be here. Uh, I have been a little bit under the weather over the last week and a half, but I said, no way that I'm going to miss today, because this show is going to be phenomenal. I just have to say, uh, some of the guests I'm going to introduce in a a minute or two have um, been working feverishly behind the scenes to bring us something very exciting this morning. Um, but before we get to that, I just wanted to remind people that we're talking about the Palace Theater in Waterbury, Connecticut. And we are um, just so excited because we have so many wonderful shows coming up over the next several weeks, uh, two of which are next Friday evening. One of them is we're going to have a guest on shortly um, to talk about that. But the other show is on our main stage next Friday evening, the concert tribute show, Abba Mania. So for all of you super troopers and dancing queens, you want to get out those platform shoes and headbands and um, come on out and have a, a great time at that. It's all those songs you love, all the Abba classics and uh, presented concert style. And you'll be up dancing right along with the people on stage and having a blast. So get all your... Um, if- your girlfriends and uh, all your uh, you know party animals bring them on down to the Palace Theater February 10th next Friday and by the way I just want to give a little shout out because pre-show we have in our lobby some of those <clears throat> hunky I, I have to say it because they are uh, Waterbury Fire Department calendar guys who will be um, posing for selfies with all of our patrons if you want to and also uh, have their calendar on sale and the calendar actually the proceeds is a very good project fun project and the um proceeds go to some of our local charities that serve children so um do come out for that there are still tickets available and also and this is i'm going to segue right into our uh first guests and i say guests plural because surprise to me um we have a wonderful wonderful oh my god um i actually pushed for this show to happen at the palace mike i don't even know if you know this oh i know okay so um i heard about um uh, ann hampton calloway that she was going on the road and she wanted to do small intimate uh, venues and for those of you who may not know ann is like uh, just a phenomenal uh, jazz artist singer musician actor dancer i mean she does it all and um we are so fortunate that we have mike gow who Mike is with New England Arts and Entertainment, has been producing our jazz series over the last, what, four years and three years? And um, he has been just uh, up in it, up in it, up in it every time. If you have not had the pleasure of of participating, coming to be in the audience. The jazz series is produced in our um, Polite Club, which is on the second level of the theater. It is 
just like you were transported into the intimacy of a New York jazz club. That's correct. And Mike, you do a heck of a job in, in who you've put together. Um, you know, I, I, the names are like in the stratosphere of the jazz. We've had some, um, a lot of up-and-comers have come through, but we've brought in John Pizzarelli and Jane Monheit, the yep. Les Paul Trio, yep. Jay Giles. Yeah, and Jane we've talked to on this show. And, right. You know, um, it's, so anyway... Now we have, and we have, so Mike was pitch hitting, actually, today. coming. I said, Mike, come on in, and we'll talk about Anne Hampton coming to the Palace next Friday night um, for two shows, by the way. Uh, 7 o'clock and 9 o'clock. Okay. And he said, yeah, I can do that. But as we were getting ready for the show this morning, he's working his magic. And Jane, who happens to be in Mexico right now. Anne's, yeah, Anne's in Mexico right now. I mean, now. Anne, I'm sorry. Anne's in Mexico. And... All of a sudden, he said, um, she can, we can talk to her. I said, oh, my God. So, right now, online, I think, do we have, we have Ann Hampton Calloway. Good morning, Ann. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Hola. Hola, hola. <laughs> I, only, I only know one Spanish word. Cerveza. Really? Cerve- cerveza. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. That's that's an important word. Yes, it is an important well, word. How are you guys? Good morning. We're good. we're great. We're looking forward to you uh, next Friday night. We're going to have a lot of fun it's up. It's going to be a great night. It is. Yes. It, it's yeah. a it's a great intimate uh, venue, and uh, you're doing a solo show. Uh, to you singing and on piano, and uh, yeah, a lot of people who are fans say that's their favorite way to see me. It's just it's almost like Anne naked. It's it's emotionally and it's a lot of fun. It's very spontaneous and. It's, it's a very powerful music musical experience, and your setting sounds perfect for what I do I in think, this show. I think it is, too. I think you're really going to enjoy playing there. Ian, I just have to tell you something. You know, I have been pushing for this show to be here, and thank God we have Mike um, as part of our, our uh, working with the Palace. And, and the way this came about, I first heard about you, you know, playing these smaller venues, like, last spring. And just a really weird coincidence, I was talking to our CEO, Frank Tavera, at an event, and I overheard your name mentioned by a woman, and I said, oh, we're, we're trying to get her to come to in the palace, and she said, oh my God, she goes, I'm her biggest fan. She's uh, This woman is actually one of our subscribers, so I think we made a lot I of people... I think I know who you mean. Yes, yes. 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 So I think we made a lot of people happy um, with you being gracious enough to come to the palace and you know as i looked and read about you and and all the the breadth of your your resume is like oh my god i i didn't realize all that you had done i mean tony nominations and awards for swing and um you 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 you're a lyricist and you've worked with streisand and and covered not covered excuse me you dropped a name let me pick that up for you (laughs) (laughs) but I, I just want our audience to understand if they don't know your work. So I know some do, of course, many do. But if they don't, this is a unique, really special opportunity you don't want to miss. One thing um, for your audience that if they think they haven't heard me, they probably have. Um never watched the TV series The Nanny uh, with Fran Drescher, the star. I was the singer and writer of the theme song. Um, a flashy girl from flashing the nanny named Fran. Yeah. And a lot of people said, oh my god, 
<laughs> so it, that's another point of reference for people if they if they're not familiar with um, the legend in my mind that I am. But, um, I, I'm very privileged to have had a uh, and continue to have a very uh, fascinating career because I, I get to sing with the top symphony orchestras around the country and the biggest big bands around the world and and uh, write songs for some of the most wonderful singers alive and and. It's just uh, never a dull moment, so, and it's nice, I'm having my first vacation right now in seven years, so when I see you all at the palace, I will be rested and inspired, and uh, that will be a very good thing. Well, that's great. We are really looking forward to next Friday night. Um, the uh, The house is going to be full for both shows. I'm, it looks like right now it's filling up quickly. One of, your, uh, one of your big fans came to me and said, can I buy 20 tickets so I'm sure I'm in the front? And I said, I said that that I can accommodate That's that. That's wonderful. Yeah, that was Kathleen. Yeah, yes, it was Very Kathleen. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, we're so um, you know thrilled that you took some time out from your vacation and that you haven't had in seven years. We wanted to just give a little um, taste of what it is that you do so magnificently. So we're going to play uh, a little, a little. Um, one of your uh, uh, songs, and I think it's appropriate for this season. So, um, so we're going to segue into that. And thanks for spending some time with us this morning. Feel free to go out and have a cerveza on me. <laughs> oh, I will. I'll think of you. Okay. Thank you both. Okay, we're going to get in, get into us a little bit of Anne Hampton Calloway music right now. Have a good day, Anne.
just a little sweet taste of Anne Hampton Calloway, who's coming to the Palace Theater next Friday evening for two performances only. And our Polite Club is part of New England Arts and Entertainment's jazz series. And I have Mike Gow here with me this morning. And um, we are just so excited about this uh, event. We're going to take a quick break. And by the way, you can get tickets by calling the Palace Theater after 10 o'clock at 203-346-2000. We'll take a quick break, and we're going to be back with our next guest, Stu Brown, in two minutes. Entertaining new possibilities. And we are back, and I want to welcome once again, uh, dear dear colleague and fun guest to have, Dr. Stuart Brown. Well, thank you. It's, it's that's a nice introduction. Well, <laughs> well, you're a nice guy, Stu. Oh, well, good. Okay. Yeah, but I I love Stu, and I hope our listeners are enjoying his um what he adds to our program as not only Dr. Stuart Brown from the Waterbury uh, Waterbury UConn UConn but also as the host for 20 plus years of the podcast on Broadway right on Broadway that you can listen to live at Trinity College but around here it's hard so you can always go to wrtcfm.com on Sundays at 5.30 on your computer and listen live. And you you were one of the early adapters to, if you've been doing a podcast for 20 years. Yeah, well, I plus. think the podcast is about probably 10 years, but still, when I started, people had no clue what podcasts were. Now, you know, they're very big. And, and the fun thing about doing a podcast is that you get email and you can look at your downloads from all over the world. So it's not just really the Connecticut. It's you know people in Vancouver, Israel, Alabama. You know, I and uh, so that's that's really the fun part is that you really are reaching people and and they look forward to your show yeah. because it's just hard and that's that's the thing with the internet now. Uh, one of the sad things and also the positive things, but you can search out and you don't have to just rely on terrestrial radio. You can say, oh, you know, there's that show in San Francisco at six a.m. that I really like, and you can you can tune it in. That's a very cool thing. Very cool thing. So today we wanted to talk a little bit about, um, and by the way, he is also, a Stu Brown, is um, a Connecticut Critics Circle reviewer, part of that group. And you are in New York, like, all the time. A, a lot, especially uh, starting next week, I'm going to the revival of Sunset Boulevard with Glenn Close. Oh. And then after that, I might be in two or three times a week. And then April's going to be a madhouse because all the, the shows want to open before the Tony Award deadline, which I believe is April 27th. So the last two weeks of April, I, I, I might just... Uh, go in residence in New York and commute to my job here in Waterbury oh because there's just, there's just so many shows that are wow, opening. Well, um, what a fun thing. I know though. it's a hard life, but someone I, has uh, to do it. You know, and I know that you, you are, um, I tease you all the time and say you're a, uh, a theater savant, but you truly are a storehouse of knowledge. You, you love theater. I do. I do. It's just, it's just one of those things. I can't remember anything. In fact, if someone says something to me at work and I try to, and then I walk to my office, I'll forget. But if you ask me some Broadway trivia question from 30 years ago, oh, yeah, sure, I can tell you, you know, the actor, the director, the production, and all that. But... Um 
So it's, that, that's, a, that's it's really, fun at, at uh, dinner parties. And, and in trivia contests, you should go and uh, uh, make I, some I, money I, out I, of well, it. Well, we'll talk about that later. Okay. All right. But today we really want to focus in on something you're doing in collaboration with um, UConn's Ollie program, the Osher Lifelong Learning Institute, which is a lifelong learning program for adults 50 plus that is um, facilitated out of UConn, Waterbury. And last time we were on, we had um, Jonathan um, Jonathan Draper Draper on, who is the director, uh, interim director of the program. And so I thought, makes sense now. The, the class starts next week, I believe. Uh, two weeks. Two weeks on the 16th. That's right. Um, and you're doing a class in collaboration called The Insiders Broadway, A Peek at Broadway Musicals from Behind the Footlights. And just... Uh, a disclaimer, I will not be dancing and singing. Oh, darn. So, <laughs> I but, think a lot of people signed up just well, because. Well, that's why I wanted to get that out, <laughs> get that out on the air. But, uh, yeah, so it'll be four weeks and, and talking about the shows that'll be coming to the palace. Right. And sort of history behind the scenes and uh, give people a little bit of a background for the show. I mean, some of the, the, the two of the shows, I, I think, are sort of speak for themselves. Sound of Music, Cinderella. But... You know, most people probably don't know that until the Broadway version a couple of years ago, Cinderella was never on stage. Cinderella was always the TV show. That's You know, right. the Rodgers and Hammerstein with Julie Andrews. Yeah. And then there was uh, another broadcast with Leslie Ann Warren. And then I think in the 80s, there was the pop star Brandy. Yes. But it was never, I mean, I'm sure they did stage productions, but there was nothing ever licensed by the Rodgers and Hammerstein organization. Mm-hmm. And so you get the TV show show now live on stage and there's there's some nice Broadway magic especially when the uh, fairy godmother turns from like uh, the mother into the fairy godmother it's you know it's just sort of she spins around and poof and right in front of you for that that's going to be magical I was talking to our tech director about that I said I would love to know how that happens, but you know, I don't really want to know. Yeah. Because I don't want to ruin the magic. And the thing is, with Cinderella and also the second show, The Sound of Music, these are great shows for families, for introducing young audiences to musical theater. Um, Right. Because that's what you want to do. It's sort of like any type of art form, jazz, classical. You really want to start individuals young so they get into the habit so when they get to my age or younger they'll take a subscription to the palace or to some uh, Connecticut is so rich in regional theater we certainly are but you need to start now yes and what better way than Cinderella sound of music Absolutely. once is you know probably not for the young audiences but it's it's a nice i think adult show and uh you know it won i think like eight tony awards best right. musical best actor so uh right. that and then you know phantom next year uh so so let me just let our audience in sure. on it because we, you're you're i'm, so I'm zipping ahead temporaneous. but the the classes are actually so there's a four-week class beginning on the on february 16th through March March 9th. It's once a week, and it's on uh, Tuesday? Uh, I think it's Thursday. It's Thursday, Thursday mornings 10, 10 to, 11. to 11. And so the first class will focus on Cinderella, the second class on Sound of Music, which 
as you referenced, both, by the way, are Rogers and Hammerstein um, products. And that in itself, there's a whole rich history there. I'm sure you're going to delve into some of that. And then the third week and the fourth week, we'll focus on, it's a two-parter, on um, the upcoming Coming to the Palace Theater next fall in November, Phantom of the Opera. And so um, that's a ton of material. I mean, I've been to many, many theaters, and the Palace is just, to me, the ideal theater for Phantom of the Opera because you have that historic look, the way the orchestra is, the stage. I mean, I can just see the chandelier falling right now. So it's... It, it's and, it, and Phantom has not toured for for a long time. For a long time. So you We're know you really have another generation. Right. Absolutely. And you know, people, I think it last went on tour in the late nineties. It could have. Yeah. Right. And um, and speaking of the chandelier falling, we've actually had some infrastructure work done at the theater that just got completed, so we could accommodate the chandelier. Um, so um, you know, this is a huge deal for our venue um, to be hosting this engagement, which will be. Here for two weeks, by the way, and um, it's I think November, and we haven't announced yet. And when tickets go on, single tickets go on sale, and that'll be coming soon. So you know, stay tuned to the Palace Theater's website um, for any upcoming information on that because you don't want to miss your opportunities to buy tickets early. So, so for the class, like you said, uh, I think on on the sixteenth we'll start off with uh, the Cinderella. Then next week, Sound of Music. Week after that is Once, and then Phantom. And bringing in a lot of background with Phantom, you know, they'll probably have to drag me out of the room because I, I, I won't stop talking because there's so much. Uh, I, absolutely. And, um, so if you're listening and you say, "Gee, this sounds like interesting," I'm, I'm, I'm. Think it how sounds do I interesting. Sign up? You you go to uh, the website, I guess, for Ollie. Um, that's O L L I, and or call um, Yukon Waterbury to get information. I'm looking through this brochure. I'm sure there's a number somewhere uh, here. It's 203-236-9924, or you can email, and here's the email, O-S as in C-M, H-E-R, Osier, at Yukon. U-C-O-N-N dot E-D-U. So if you're interested in taking Dr. Brown's class on behind the footlights. Um, and the cost is is very minimal. In yes. fact, for this class and and the, a lot of the classes that through the OSHA. And, and it's, it's such a great program. And it's the only program in the state that brings in older adults. Uh, so on Fridays when there are classes, the campus is mobbed with people. Right, right. So because education never stops. Right. That's and right. so. So you have you know a couple of hundred people right. milling about. You know, where's my class? Oh, are you in this class? And then there's a luncheon with a speaker. It's definitely social engagement and learning for the joy of learning and um, interacting with folks. And it's it's just a great great program. So Stu, I know you have to get um, back to back to my regular job, real job, <laughs> or your regular job. And I thank you for stopping in this morning so much. Anytime. All right. Thank you. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to be back with a contributing editor for Broadway World, um, who will be calling in shortly, and uh, some other fun things. We're going to talk to Mike Gow a little bit more, too, so stay tuned. There's a saying old says that love is blind. 
end. Still we're often told, seek and ye shall find. So I'm going to seek a certain lad I've had in mind. Looking everywhere, haven't found him yet. He's the big affair I cannot forget. Only man I ever think of with regret. And that was another little snippet from Anne Hampton Calloway, uh, who will be at the Palace Theater in our Polite Club next Friday evening, February 10th, for two shows. And Mike Gao has been with us throughout the uh, show this morning. Mike Gao is the... Um, Empresario, I guess is a good word, uh, for New England Arts and Entertainment, who uh, puts together the jazz series that's um, been uh, just a jewel at the Palace Theater for the last three years. Mike, um, how did you, you know, get into this? How did you start this whole being a promoter? Boy, that's that's a tough one. The um I had put on a, a few small events by special request early on, and then was asked by the Mattituck Museum if I could put um, their series together. So I actually did the Mattituck Museum for, for two or three years. That's right. I'd forgotten about that. And um, actually, you know, the way I came from there over to the palace is I brought Jane Monheit in to the uh, Mattituck Museum, and everybody, I guess, was calling uh, Jen down at the palace, wanting to know why the show wasn't there. (laughs) All right. So, yes, that was Ann Hampton Calloway we just heard. She's going to be there on Friday night. She's the final show in our um, winter series. And then right after that, you start with the spring series. Spring series is ready to kick off. Tickets are already on sale. Um, There's five shows in it. Um, If you buy all five shows together, um, you get a discounted ticket, and you get a guaranteed reserved seat, which means if you show up at the last minute, your seat will be sitting there waiting for you, and it usually tends to be the best seats in the house. Very nice. On March 3rd, we have Sambaliza, a Samba Bossa Nova band coming in. Uh, Two weeks later, on March 17th, which happens to be St. Patrick's Day, uh, we bring back a favorite, the Louise Berenger Trio, and we're going to do a beer tasting, and all that's included in your ticket. Very fun. Very fun. The 31st of March, um, we're going to bring in the Philippe Lem Trio, an up-and-coming French drummer and and his band. On April 21st, um, actually a really big name, Cheryl Benteen, one of the members of Manhattan Transfer, comes in. So that'll be a great, great vocal evening. And on the 12th of May, Charlie Apicella and Iron City will come in and do a tribute to B.B. King. Wow. And if you're wondering, well, how do I get these tickets? Go to the Palace Theater's website at palacetheaterct.org or call our box office after 10 this morning at 203-346-2000. And now I'm going to segue a little bit and um, keep Mike here. Um, We're going to segue because our our third guest this morning is, again, a, a returning contributor to the program, Joseph Harrison from Broadway World. Good morning, Joseph. 
Good morning, Cherry. How are you? Oh, well, I'm I'm okay. I'm actually feeling better just by virtue of doing the show this morning um, and uh, getting to talk to some great people and listen to some great music. Joseph, uh, you know, one of the things I was thinking of this morning one that I've never really given you the opportunity to do when you've called and, and participated in our show, Your Palace, Your Place, is what resources that you're Broadway World web website offers. So I, I thought maybe we could talk a little bit about that this morning um, to get started. Sure. Uh, you know, the, the, the site is, is really kind of a one-stop shop for anything and everything that, uh, that folks might like to know about the, the world of, of Broadway and really beyond. I mean, as, as we all know, you know, with uh, the coverage of, of the Connecticut uh, theater scene that I, that I help cover, um, there's so much to talk about just in our area. But the, the site itself is, is really, um, you know, just the, 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 the home site, broadwayworld.com, um, is, is such a great resource for uh, news and video, uh, video clips, stories, uh, gossip about the, 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 the Broadway world, essentially. So things that are happening in New York, but also um, we have sites uh, that are set up for communities around the country and, um, you know, cities around the world. So uh, we have editors all over the place who are, who are writing and talking about theater, just like I write and talk about theater for Connecticut. Um, we also have uh, lots of, of resources related to uh, there are chat boards where people who, who like to do that can uh, can commiserate with their fellow theater fans. Uh, we have uh, resources for students. There's a job page. Um, really, uh, anything and everything that you might want to find related to uh, to to. To Broadway, and we even have there are some even some other sites that are affiliated that have other you know even non non theater related uh, topics like uh, that we have a, a, an offshoot on for television and for uh, for fitness as well. Uh, interestingly enough, so so it does even go beyond just the, the the theater side of things, but it is it is it is probably one of the most um, comprehensive sites uh, that a theater fan could find and want to 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 learn about what's going on. I, I just find it fascinating, and it, and and for those of us who either work in the industry certainly, but also those, um, and I, I, I hate to use this term, the theater geek, but, you know, those of us who just passionate, I mean, I, I, as a kid, I was at the library and I would get these big compendiums of theater history. They had them by year, you know, and all the minutiae and all the information. I just soaked that up. So this is something like that. You're finding all that information, like who's in different casts. And, you know, one of the fun things I think is to follow someone's career and somebody who right. started out very, you know, maybe in a small regional theater capacity. And then all of a sudden, you know, a couple of years later, they're starring on Broadway. And that's so cool and fun to yeah. just, you know, be a part of that. Yeah, and I, I think I think that's a really interesting point too because we do have uh, you know so much history. You know, it's been in place. It's you know we it's the largest theater website in the world, um, and and I think there's so much history there. And you know, even when we you know if you read any of our um, articles, anytime an individual actor is referenced and they have had other. Uh, 
you know, other stories on them or information about shows they've been in, it links to that. So you can, uh, you can read an article about a show and click on the name and it, it goes to a collection of any story that that person was mentioned in, as well as uh, oftentimes uh, information about shows that they have uh, performed in. So it's, it's great to dig into that and you don't have to pull all the books off the shelf to, like we used to do in the library to try to, to, to try to understand the, the, the theater history. Um, but I think there's a lot of uh, original content as well. We have some great, uh, great video content on B, uh, Broadway World TV. If anyone has uh, heard uh, Randy Rainbow, who has, has been uh, quite, quite uh, vocal and funny in the political uh, arena this year, especially some of his little videos we, that we've done, we have... Uh, video content there are podcasts we often have guest bloggers who are uh, actors or actresses who are performing in in productions um so so really i mean if if you if you want to find it and it's about the theater it's there on the site and and for those who you know like i said are the like super fans i mean it almost gives you you know that sense of being a little bit closer um, to those um, people that you're a fan of or uh, or yeah. and for students certainly to kind of get a glimpse into the um, uh, the actual world, the working world of, of theater oh, yeah. and how, how to access that. I think that's that's a wonderful um, part of this website. Uh, and, um, you know, if you're listening and you have a student that's, you know, you know they're, they're going to be in this business, then this is a wonderful resource. If they don't know about it, um, you want to um, tell them and, uh, about it. And that is broadwayworld.com. So, Joseph, I always love to see if you can give us just an insider, um, any any new scoops or anything that's coming down the pike that you you know you're hearing a real buzz about. If you can share with us, sure, sure. So, um, in terms of just Broadway in general, you know there are there. This is the this is the the best time of the year in terms of new things and and new things coming down the pike. Um, there's lots of shows that are opening in New York uh, in the in the next. Few weeks, we have a very large number of shows that are, uh, you know, interestingly, uh, that are based on on theater on movies. Uh, you know, we have yesterday was Groundhog Day and Groundhog Day the musical with music and lyrics by Tim Minchin, who did um, <laughs> Matilda. Uh, <laughs> starts previews in, uh, in next month. Um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory opens in March as well, and that's they've they have totally transformed the Lundfontaine Theater. Uh, if you haven't seen pictures, it's there's pictures on the Broadway World site as well. But it's the coolest. Uh, the outside of the theater they've made look like uh, Willy Wonka's Cho- Chocolate Factory. So it's just <laughs> a cool thing. Period. Um, and then a Bronx Tale, which has uh, started previews recently, um, and is Alan Menken and Glenn Slater uh, is based yeah. on the. The, the, the classic film. So lots of really great uh, plays that are based on films. We have some amazing revivals. Uh, you know, uh, Glenn Close was returning to the iconic role of Norman Desmond in Sunset mm-hmm. Boulevard. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think just started last first preview last night uh, and it opens next week. It is a limited run though so, you know, that's, that's exciting. And then um, this is one of the things I really love to see when a show like Sunday in the Park with George, which was um, uh, a, a they did a concert version with Jake Gyllenhaal and Annalie Asher, and that is actually starting previews in full production on February 11th, and it is limited run as well in April, uh, April 23rd. So um, that that's exciting, um, 
and, and and lots of new shows. I think the real buzz on some of the new shows, um, you know, everyone's talking about Dear Evan Hansen. I was going to say um, that, yes. Which, yeah. which I have yet to see yet, but I, that's on my t- the top of my list. Uh, ben Pasek and Justin Paul, who actually ha- are people might know more about these days because they are the same creative team behind the La La Land, the, uh, yes. the, the movie that's gotten so many nominations and is actually amazing if you haven't seen it already. But, yeah, I um, think that, that's... That, yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I think that's one of the interesting things, though, that there's a lot, lot of cross pollination in the um, yeah. in from Broadway to movies, TV, and you see people in many realms, which of course is the ideal. If you you know, in terms of employability, you want to be in every medium you can. Um, but um, you see a lot of that, um, or maybe we're just more aware of it now. I don't know, but um, where it used to be more segmented, I think there's a lot more cross-pollination yeah i think i think it may have it may have been under the surface but if you look at someone like linden wall miranda who uh, has become very famous because of, of hamilton uh you know he he helped he wrote the score to moana the um the uh the disney movie that just came out and uh, while that's right. always you know there's always been the alan minkins of the world who have uh stage uh stage musicals and are writing movies I think the awareness, the cross-awareness cross, cross awareness between those two worlds, the people who love the movies and the people who love musicals, is becoming closer. And so it's less yes. of, oh, you know, I know him because of this. It's, oh, you know, this is the full body of work. And, right, uh, right. and it's really great. I, I agree. I think it's yeah. really a great thing. Well, Joseph, you're always such a delight. And I know that over the next few weeks, you're going to be um, like our previous guest, Stu Brown, who is part of the Connecticut Critics Circle, going to be in New York a lot and seeing a lot of shows. So I'm going to look forward to, you know, kind of the thumbs up and thumbs down um, um, in uh, future visits that we have with you. Um, I know myself, I'm looking forward to I want to get to see Bronx Tale. That just seems fascinating to me. Um, So. And then one that's, I guess, kind of previewing around the country is War Paint with um, Christine Ebersole Patty and Patti Lapone. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And it start, actually starts <clears throat> previews in, on Broadway on March 7th. So just ah. a month, in a month, it, 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 it opens there so, or starts yeah. shows there. So it's getting a lot of buzz as well, especially, I mean, oh. you know. Well, the star Patti power alone. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. um, and. And so that's great. And you know, there's so much. I mean, even even though there's things that are opening now, there's uh, there there's lots of rumors and things for the future. I mean, uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, which oh. had such a big run in London, is rumored to be opening Broadway Spring of 2018. So mm-hmm. you know, next year to come forward, um, we have uh, even things like The Devil Wears Prada, a new musical. Oh by yeah, Elton I John saw something Rodney. about that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So there's there's buzz about that. Um, uh, you know, and and you know, for for a lot of our younger audiences and maybe older as well, Frozen, uh, the uh, yes. Disney movie, will come to Broadway in spring of 2018 as well. So, yeah. so you know, there's Big never stuff. there's never a lack of of great things either playing or coming. Yeah. Uh, it's always it's always a fun time. Well, Joseph, I know that you're coming to see our production of Cinderella in a couple of weeks, and uh, and I'm going to put up a, a review of that. So we appreciate that. And um, as always, thank you so much for being a guest on your Palisher Place. Yes, thanks again for having me. Lots uh, of fun. 
All right. All right. And we're going to um, wrap up the show. We're going to talk a little bit um, more to Mike Gao um, before we close out with um, uh, we're going to actually go out with a little rest of Anne Hampton Calloway. Um, so, Mike, um, we were talking about how you got into this business, how you kind of got started as a as a promoter of, of jazz. And by the way, I should say that you also host a jazz program, a radio program. On That's a, right. On another station um, in Litchfield County. <laughs> so we, um, you know, and you have those great pipes as you talk. So um, I've been on the air fair for 17 years. Now. Holy mackerel. Wow. Wow. But that, this is your love. This is your passion, isn't it? I, I do really enjoy doing this. Um, I do have a full-time job. I am a college professor, so I, I do have lots of other work to keep me busy. Okay. I I guess I thought, I, I don't know if I really knew that. When, when are you... Um when are you a college professor? What do you teach? Um, I normally teach computer science, uh, oh. but I have taught jazz history. Ah, okay. You know, and that, there's that correlation between music and math. And, of yes, course, there is. computer science is all about math. And um, that's really, really interesting how you've meshed all your kind of hem- the hemispheres of your, your brain, so to speak. And, and, and I think it's so great when people get to do things they love. Well, you know, you talk about you know meshing things together. There's uh, a lot of uh, shows that are are in the works right now, and a lot of them are collaborative efforts. Um, a great young singer named Tana Alexa, uh, would, we're trying to get her to join Antonio Sanchez, who's won the Grammy for his score in Birdman. So oh. um, that looks like a lot of fun. Um, yeah. We're trying to bring together bluesman James Montgomery with sax phenom Grace Kelly. And I just got off the phone yesterday uh, in a discussion with Jimmy Green, uh, possibly coming in with Bernie Williams. Oh, wow, 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 wow. You you don't let much grass grow under your feet, Mike. No, and uh, And we we love, we love having you at the palace. I mean, Jen and you have put together such a wonderful, um, you know, series. It's such a, uh, it just adds so much to our portfolio of programming. I think it's it's just really something that puts us on the map in a in a different way in what you know we can present at the palace. One of the things that we really try to do is um, we try to mix up. The, the lineup, a really, really diverse lineup, so that regardless of what your taste is, there's something there for everybody. Um, we just had a young girl named Roxy Koss come in, who was one of the headliners at the uh, Newport Jazz Festival. And she's really straight ahead jazz. And then right behind her, Paul Newman's daughter, Melissa, comes in singing a lot of standards. Yes, so it's yeah. it's a really diverse lineup, whether you're into Latin music, or whether you're into the standards, or whether you're into uh, a little bit more the avant-garde so there's really something for for everybody there and that speaks to jazz itself as a genre i mean it it isn't just you know scatting or it isn't just you know um, smooth jazz certainly it's it's got a wide range of kind of sub uh categories if you will Uh, people don't realize almost all your movie scores are by jazz artists Mm. uh lalo schifrin wrote all the stuff for clint eastwood Ah. for all the dirty harry movies and all those and uh nelson riddle wrote a lot 
Okay. All right. I'm getting the high sign here that we have three minutes left. So um, I do want to, um, you know, thank you, Mike, for being with us um, today and bringing not only your your knowledge and your expertise to the palace and to the program this morning, but also for the score of the interview with Ian Hampton Calloway. Thank you. Yeah, we put that together about three minutes before airtime. <laughs> yeah, you did. You're, yeah, you're on that phone, and I, oh, I I think I can get it. I think. And I'm like, oh, Mike, this is hilarious. So you never know with live radio what's going to happen. What you think is going to happen might not be what really happens. Yeah, so. I texted her and said, can you do me a favor? <laughs> uh, Mike, you got a lot of people that are, I think, uh, doing you some favors. But I think that that speaks to their respect for you. You've been affiliated with many years with the Litchfield Jazz Festival and working with um, that wonderful event. So, you know, your name means something to these well, I, people. It's and great because relationships. I do have a lot of people that are out there that are supporting me, that are helping me. Uh, two in particular, the Wyndham Southbury. When I need uh, rooms for my artists or whatnot, they take care of me. And Demilio's Restaurant up in um, uh, Town Plot. Uh, they we fe- love Demilio's. Well, Demilio's feeds all the bands for me. Um, One of our entrees and encores partners. Yeah, and it's it's uh, there's uh, no, no money changes hands. They they do it to help us out. They're great. They're great. Johnny and Joey, thank you so much. And I know that we've got to kind of close out the show now. So, Mike, thank you for being with us. My pleasure. And we're going to end with some a little bit more of Ian Hampton Calloway. And I just want to say after that, stay tuned for your local news and Steve Noxon coming up right after that. Do something you love this weekend with someone you love. Bye bye. Oh,